Hey everybody, welcome to the Shape It Up podcast. Today we are on podcast number nine. I am super excited about that. On today's podcast, we are gonna talk about how to get rid of cellulite when you're over 40. We're gonna talk about what is cellulite, is it possible to remove cellulite, especially when you're over 40, and how can you get rid of it? So I just wanted to um, take a moment and say thank you for everyone who is downloading the podcast. I've gotten some feedback on the podcast and you guys are loving the content. And I am so grateful for all your feedback, so thank you. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic. So cellulite, a lot of people, especially women, as soon as you start talking about cellulite, you know, what kind of a face do you make when you, when you hear cellulite? Uh, I think many women fear it. I think they just don't like it. There's something, I don't know where it started, but somewhere along the line, somebody was like, oh, that's disgusting. You should not have that on your body. And, you know, we've called it cottage cheese, some people call it orange peel, dimples, whatever you want to call it. A lot of people don't really know what cellulite actually is. I am going to get into some of the things that are talked about on how to get rid of it mainstream, which are a waste of your money, completely and utterly a waste of your money. I will tell you about the first one is rolling. You cannot roll your cellulite away at all. <laughs> so I will get into why you can't do that because of the structure of the way cellulite is. So cellulite is really more common in women and they can, it can appear as early as adolescence. So it can happen kind of early in life. So if you see a, your daughter or whatever with cellulite, don't be surprised. Cellulite is lumpy, dimpled look, it's commonly found on your abs, your hips, your tush, and your thighs. It can be found in other areas like your calves, your arms as well. It just depends on how much cellulite you actually have. The good news about cellulite is it is not a serious medical condition. Don't be confused with cellulitis, which is common and can be very serious. It's a bacterial infection of the skin. So cellulite and cellulitis are two different things. I know that from experience because when I worked as a PTA, a physical therapist assistant, I had to do debridement, wound debridement. And if you don't know what that is, you basically peel off the dead skin that's like rotting. I know that sounds really gross. If you haven't clicked off yet, <laughs> when I would do the debridement, it was always this man had um, diabetes and he had cellulitis and this is another reason why I feel so strongly about diabetes and the fact that he could have prevented this, right? Um, I used to have to debride the skin and it was always right around lunchtime. It was so, I just, I don't even know if I ate lunch at that point. But, so, that's cellulitis, that's something totally different. <laughs> Off on my little tangent. Okay, so what exactly is cellulite? So, cellulite is body fat that is pushing through the skin. So I want you to imagine that you have your layer of muscle and then there's a space between it and then above that is your skin. In between the muscle and the skin are column fibers called collagen. Envision something similar to a net. So interlaced between these columns is your body fat. So the collagen fibers are like netting almost and the fat is filled in between the net. When your body fat increases, there's only so much space between your muscle and your skin. So when your body fat increases, it pushes against the fibers of the skin, the collagen, and pushes up against the skin, 
and the muscle, which produces that dimpled look. So if you have a strainer, imagine pushing squishy fat through that strainer and it kind of pooching out out of the net. That is the same idea of how cellulite kind of pushes out against your skin. So why are we so bothered by this lumpy skin stuff? What are the first things that come to your mind when you think about cellulite? Some thoughts might be maybe you're overweight or you have cottage cheese thighs and you're not in shape or you're a horrible human because you're not thin. And I know that sounds really extreme, but there are people out there who have cellulite and they think they're horrible people because they just have body fat. Cellulite can be genetic, so meaning you can be predisposed to having it. When I was 16, I first saw cellulite in the back of my thighs and I weighed 115 pounds. When I was dancing professionally with the ballet company, I still had some cellulite on the back of my thighs and I was 98 pounds. Body structure has a, a big part to play in it too. If you are familiar with body types, there's the endomorph, which is a pear-shaped body, and you will tend to have dimpling on your hips, your butt, and your thighs, again, depending on how much body fat you carry. Sitting down for endomorphs, the pear-shaped women, you're gonna break down your fibers, your collagen fibers, a lot more quickly, and that's gonna make that cellulite push out a bit more. That's why you can see cellulite a little bit more in the butt and the thighs, because you're kind of crushing those fibers and breaking them down a little bit. If you're more of an apple-shaped woman, so you carry most of your weight in your stomach, you probably won't see too much cellulite on your thighs. You may see some on your stomach. It just really depends on the person. If you're very overweight, you may see cellulite in your arms and your calves. It just depends on you know, where you carry your weight and how much body fat you have on you. So how do you get rid of the cottage cheese? Here are some of the crazy things available. And in the beginning of the podcast, I mentioned, you know, rolling. You cannot roll cellulite away. It's not like dough on a, on a table where you take a rolling pin and then all of a sudden it's smooth. It just does not work that way. And if anything, you might be doing more damage because now you're breaking up those collagen fibers. So some of the other crazy things are creams. A lot of times those creams will have some, something in it that kind of puffs the skin up so it makes it less visible. But again, once that cream um, wears off, the cellulite appearance is gonna come back. Same thing with lotions, cryolipolysis. Try and say that five times fast. <laughs> Basically, it's where they're freezing the fat. Uh, this damages the collagen when they do this procedure. So be careful. I know those advertisements are very enticing to making your fat just disappear. It just doesn't disappear like that. Or if it does disappear, you are paying the consequence in another way. So I actually researched a cryolipolis. I can never say that word. Cryolipolis. So basically cryo means freeze, lipo means fat, and lysis means kill. Okay. So I did, went to one of those websites and they were talking about how when you eat fat in food, the body, quote, processed fat gets used as energy and excess fat gets stored as fat. If you understand how the body works, that is a stupid statement <laughs> because yes, when you eat fat, you're, it does process and get used for energy. And if you overeat fat, it's going to be stored as fat. It amazes me the marketing that they put out there to twist things around to make it sound so much better than it actually is. 
So here's the problem with shady sites that offer these types of techniques that we're so eager, not we, not me, but they're so, you know, they entice you to want to do it because it's that quick fix. It does not matter if you eat too much fat, too much protein, or too much carbs. If you eat too many calories that you don't burn off, it's going to be held in storage, AKA body fat. I highly recommend that you do not go that route. It damages the collagen fibers too when it goes in there. Anytime you're poking around in there, it's gonna mess up the fibers. And when you do gain weight, you're gonna look disformed. Or if you gain weight, if you can keep it off for the rest of your life, that's a different story. But if you're going that route, nine times out of 10, you don't understand how nutrition and exercise all fit together. And you're more likely to gain it back. Okay, don't go for those quick fixes. You, you gotta put in the work. The other option is liposuction. So liposuction has the same thing with the cryoliposis and in the fact that when they put that liposuction wand in there and they start jamming it up and down under your skin to suck out the fat, they are damaging all the collagen fibers in there. They're destroying all the fibers. So if you gain weight, if you, sorry, if you gain body fat back, those fibers are not stuck together anymore and the fat is just sitting there. So you're gonna look very disformed and disfigured because the fat has no structure to be in those columns anymore because the columns are gone. So one of the interesting things they will not tell you about liposuction is about your primary fat storage areas. Let's say you want to decrease your size of your hips. You wanna decrease the body fat that's located in your hips. The way your body works is there are primary fat storage areas and then secondary fat storage areas and so forth, third, fourth, and so on. So when you gain body fat, you will automatically gain it in your hips if that is your primary body fat storage area. So if you've ever seen a woman who has unusually large hips versus her torso, this is someone who has yo-yo dieted a lot. So they have gained weight in their hips and then they've lost it. And usually they'll lose it in their face and their torso. And then they've gained it back and it goes right to that first primary spot again, which is your thighs. And then they lose it again. And then they keep losing their torso area and the hips keep getting bigger and bigger. So when most women want liposuction, they are going for their primary fat storage areas, right? Because we look at ourselves and we go, oh my gosh, my hips are so huge. This again is your primary fat storage. So what they do is they will take out the fat that's in your primary fat storage. So once they remove your primary fat storage, you think this is awesome. This is great because now it's no longer on my hips. But what happens is, is when you gain weight again, when you gain body fat, it's now going to go into your secondary body fat storage area. And you may not like where that is. That may be your ankles. It may be your earlobes. It could be anywhere on your body. A client had come to me and we were going through her initial consult and she had like had, had expressed how she had so much extra weight in her stomach and she couldn't understand why because she had always had a flat stomach. And I had asked her, I said, do you mind if I ask you, have you had liposuction? And she said, yeah. And I said, did you have it on your thighs or somewhere? And she goes, yeah, I did. And I said, well, that's why you now have fat in your stomach. You gained it back, but it didn't go to your fat or to your thighs or your hips. It now went to your stomach. 
again, these quick fixes, I know they're very enticing. I know they, you know, especially if you've been struggling with weight loss for years and years and years and years, I promise you there is a solution and it's not liposuction. It's not any of these procedures. It's not cream. It's not rolling. It's not any of that. The way to get rid of cellulite, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down taking notes? You need to eat in a slight calorie deficit. You need to lift weights and you need to do some cardio. That is the simplistic version of it. That is it. We feel entitled to have a lean body when we haven't worked for it. And that's just not the way the world works. It just, you know, whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God, the universe, creator, the way the world was set up, you don't get to be lean and still be, you know, overweight and eating junk food all day. You have, there's checks and balances in life is what I'm saying. You have to put in the work too, to get to where you wanna be. And the reason is, is because as you go through the journey of the weight loss, that's where you learn the skill sets to keep the weight off for life. This is what I work with, with my clients. We work on, yes, we know we need to eat a little bit less. Yes, we know we need to move more in certain ways, but why are you not doing it? It's the mindset part. It's the, the part where you, you know, have a great plan, but you don't execute it. That's where I come in. That's where I want to help you learn the skill sets to have lasting weight loss. So please stop wasting your money and your time on surgeries and creams and lotions and rolling your fat away because they don't work long term. When you take those shortcuts, when you take those surgeries and those creams and stuff, what you're doing is you're not learning what you need to learn in order to keep that weight off of you for the rest of your life. So if this podcast really resonated with you today, it might have ticked some people off, <laughs> but if this podcast really hit home for you, I want to invite you to request your free phone consult with me. Uh, we're going to jump on the call and we're going to find out what is holding you back. And by the end of the call, you're going to know exactly what you need to do to move forward to get to your goals. You can go right to shapeitupfitness.com and click on the button on the front page and you can request your free phone consult with me. All right, that is all for me this week, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Take care.